Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We are about to go live. Live, live here on POET Radio, but I want to welcome you. I want to say good evening. This is Tuesday, January, um, June the 4th, 2019. Again, Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. I'm your host, Black Ice, and um, we are about to go live on the Bible Show Truth Hour on our other networks. <laughs> so... Let's get ready. Go get your Bibles. Go get your pen. Go get your paper. And get ready for what thus saith the Lord. Our subject matter today is cast the first stone. Cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge and slow to forgive. Again, we are so quick to judge and slow to forgive. That's our subject matter today, brothers and sisters. So we're about to go live on Facebook, and then we're going to go live on YouTube. So bear with us for a moment as we get ready to go live. Here we go. Go ahead, go live. Okay, let's get ready to go live. There we go. Peace and blessings out there. Peace and blessings. Truth our family. How y'all doing? Peace and blessings. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is your boy, Black Ice, and sitting in for the messenger who's out of the country today, but our lesson for today is cast the first stone. So that's what we're going to talk about today, cast the first stone. Um, we are so quick to judge and slow to forgive. We are so quick to judge and slow to forgive. That's what we're going to deal with. That's what we're going to talk about this evening on the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm excited to bring another powerful lesson before these airwaves. I want to say peace and blessings to the Team Truth Hour family. Team Truth Hour, when you do come on, uh, make sure you jump in. You say what's up to everybody. Let's wave at everybody. Let's get everybody out there and ready to listen to what thus saith the Lord, brothers and sisters. We are sharing this video. We are asking everyone to do the same. Share this video. If you will, help us do that. Share this video. If you will, uh, we're going to deal with judgment and forgiveness. Judgment and forgiveness. The title of today's lesson is Cast the First we are so quick to judge and so slow to forgive. So we got to work on that. We got to work on um, this life that we live. And we got to work on being so judgmental and being so not willing to forgive, brothers and sisters. So that's what we're going to talk about today on the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm sitting in again for my brother, The Messenger, who is out of the country right now. So we're going to still get this thing in. We're going to still get it going. We're going to still bring this truth, this word of God, to each and every one of you within listening ear of our voice. And, again, I am excited. Um, I am excited to just 
Um, share this word, brothers and sisters. We could be doing anything. We could be out there sharing negativity on our social media pages. But instead, we have decided to come together today to listen to what the Word of God says as it is written in his book called The Bible, brothers and sisters, B-I-B-L-E, Basic Instructions Before Life Eternal. Basic Instructions Before Life Eternal. So again, please go ahead and share right now in all of your networks. Um, this live feed, we're going to get started maybe in about like five minutes. We're going to get started in about five minutes. So let's, let's, let's do this thing, man. I am really excited about tonight's lesson. I'm really excited about being in the land of the living. I'm really excited about just being here with you all to share this word of God as it is written. I'm going to, let me see if I can do some shares here also as well. Okay. Nope, it won't let me share on this, but I got the computer right here in front of me also as well. So let's get this thing going. We are connected. Okay. See what's going on with this computer right here, and I may have to go off and come back on. What it do, what it do, what it do. Again, brothers and sisters, we want to thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Um, start watch parties, do whatever you got to do to get this thing going on. So share this video. I'm asking everybody to do that at this time. Delete. I'm going to turn this computer off and turn it back on to see if we can... Um, get this thing back up running the way it's supposed to be running. And in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and start off this prayer, brothers and sisters, so we can get ready to get into our lesson today. Cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge, and we are so slow to forgive. That's our lesson for today. We are so quick to judge and real slow to forgive. So let's go ahead and get ready to get into this prayer, and then we'll go ahead and get ready to get into today's lesson. Go ahead and make sure that I'm freeing up space to record this lesson. Okay, I think we're ready, brothers and sisters. We are ready. All right, let's go ahead and get into our prayer. Here we go. Father God, we thank you for just blessing us with another night to come before your people, Father God. We ask that every ear here and, and with the, that's within the listening ear of our voice, Father God, teach us more about forgiveness. Teach us more about your judgment and not our own judgment, Father God, because your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts, Father God. Lead us, guide us, hold our hand, comfort us, Father God. Be there for us. Strengthen our faith. Strengthen our discipline. Let us know that you are here, Father God. We ask all these things through your Son, Jesus, Yeshua name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's go ahead and get into our lesson today. Cast the first stone. I'm going to go ahead and do our YouTube hookup so that we can go ahead and get into this lesson. Sister Key Israel, Team Truth Hour, are we ready? Sister is Key Israel, Team Truth Hour, are we ready? All right. There you go. Okay. I think we are ready, brothers and sisters. All right. Here we go. Good evening, good evening, good evening, YouTube listeners. This is Black Ice. On behalf of Brother Messenger and Team of Truth Hour, you're here on another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Our subject matter today is cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge and so slow to forgive. Why is that? 
We need to know that. We need to understand that. Why is that? Well, we're going to deal with it on today's lesson. We, we've tried our way. Now we're going to show you God's way of dealing with things and how to deal with things. So let me go ahead and get into our Team Truth Hour Live Bible Feed. And um, I believe we got Sister Crystal back with us um, today also as well. We want to welcome that sister back. And we want to get ready to get live into our show. All right, let's see. There we go. I got my live feed up now. So I, I know I'm looking kind of kind of like the, 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 the Hebrews in the wilderness, brothers and sisters. <laughs> but uh, I am here. We got the, uh, the wake-up show in the building. The wake-up show is in the building. We want to um, definitely thank you. We got the bomb of Gilead in the building. Also, as well, we want to definitely thank you for your support. We got the Israel of God in the building. We want to definitely thank you for your support also as well. Um, if there's any brothers who are out there listening at this time, we ask that you, um, if you have a hat or a head covering on, to please take that off. If there's any sisters who are watching at this time, we ask that you put your head covering on to be in compliance with what the book of Corinthians say, brothers and sisters. And I know we always say, well, that's Old Testament. Well, this is New Testament that we're sharing with you today. And if you would like to know that scripture, Sister Key Israel, you can put that scripture in there so that they can go directly to that scripture and understand why we ask our brothers to take off any head coverings that they have and why we ask our sisters to put on a head covering during the course of our lessons. So let's go with it and let's get it in and let's get right into our lesson. Cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge and we are so slow to forgive. Well, we're going to deal with that, and we're going to deal with what the Bible says about those particular things, and we want, if we're not in compliance to the Word of God today, we want to start taking those steps in order to get in compliance with God, brothers and sisters. Cast the first stone. That's what we're dealing with on this lesson. That's what we're going to bring it up. So go ahead and get your Bibles out now. Go ahead and get your Bibles out now, and let's go ahead and get straight into our lesson. Now, this lesson on judgment and forgiveness, called Cast the First Stone, oftentimes we find ourselves in a position where we could look down on someone or, as the saying goes, kick them when they are already down. In other situations, we hold grudges, and we hold on to things that's been done to us by other people. This lesson will deal with both from a biblical perspective. After today, you will have a choice to do things the way that you have been doing them or to do things God's way when it comes to judgment and when it comes to forgiveness. Here we go. Cast the first stone. Turn your Bibles to the book of John, the 8th chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of John, the 8th chapter. Let's go right to the situation in the scripture that would be the basis of tonight's lesson. There was a woman who was accused of adultery. The way Jesus handled the situation gives us a look into the mind of God and who he looks or how he looks on his creation. The book of John, the 8th chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of John, the 8th chapter, brothers and sisters. Turn your Bibles to the book of John, the 8th chapter, and I'll always do that to give people time to um, open their Bibles. Everybody is not as familiar um, as to where to find these scriptures at. The book of John, the 8th chapter, we're going to read verses 1 through 7, and it reads, Jesus went into the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in and and when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say, Jesus? 
This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto him, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. And when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thou that where are those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? She said, No. No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin. No more. John the 8th chapter, verses 1 through 11. There's a few things here that we must look at, brothers and sisters. There was a woman found in the act of adultery. Was she committing adultery by herself? Where was the man? Why did not they bring the man with the woman? See, brothers and sisters, when we look at things in our own eyes and from our own perspective, we never see things in the totality that God sees them in. So that was the first error right there. Then the second error is none of these men have a lake of fire or a kingdom of God. See, we don't say a heaven or a hell to put them in. We use the terms that the Bible used. None of those men have a lake of fire which is the final place for the evildoers. It's not hell. It's the lake of fire. Or they don't have a kingdom of God to put this woman in. So how can they judge? And how can they judge righteously? How can they be the jury and executioner? They was willing to stone her to death. But Jesus said, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. It's easy for us to look at other people and what they are doing while we do things that we do behind closed doors, brothers and sisters. Let us continue. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter. Now, there is a principle to forgiveness. Most think that Jesus loves unconditionally or that his forgiveness is unconditional. Anytime you see the word if, In the Bible, when it comes to God's mercy and forgiveness, there is something required for us to do. In the Lord's Prayer, there is prophecy, instruction, God's plan for man, as well as the protocol for forgiveness. Let's read Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 14 and 15. Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 14 and 15. You got it? And it reads, For if we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Whoa! Why don't we ever hear about that? Why don't we ever hear about God not being willing to forgive you if you are not willing to forgive? Do we leave that out in our church homes? Do we just talk about the first part of that? Let me read that again, Matthew 6, 14 and 15. For if if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge 
and so slow to forgive. Let's go ahead and keep moving on with our lesson. Let's go to the book of John, the fifth chapter. Now, Jesus did not come to judge or accuse, brothers and sisters. And this is why it is important for us to not judge, but rather side on forgiveness. Let the word of God be the judge and the jury, and let Jesus, when he comes back, be the executioner, brothers and sisters. John, the fifth chapter, verses 45 through 47. John, the fifth chapter, verses 45 through 47. Let's read it in Jesus' own word. Let's put them on the witness stand. Jesus, did you come to judge? Remember, he just told the woman, neither will I accuse you. John, the fifth chapter, verses 45 through 47, Jesus says, Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accused you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Well, wait a minute. Was Jesus around during the time of Moses? Yes, brothers and sisters. He just did not go by that name. He went by the name Jehovah when Moses was around. He was that rock that followed them in the wilderness, as the New Testament says in the book of Corinthians, I believe. Brothers and sisters, Jesus said, for have you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? See, the words that Moses was writing was Jesus' words. And he said, I'm not coming to accuse you. I'm not coming to judge you. The words, brothers and sisters, in this book, this is why when people ask you your personal opinion about homosexuality, your personal opinion about other matters of the world, well, you tell them, I have no personal opinion. I am in no moral position to judge anybody. But I can share with you what the Word of God says. I believe in the Word of God, and I can share with you what the Word of God says. So, brothers and sisters, Let's go ahead and continue. We want to stay that same place, but let's go right to the judgment. Since we're talking about judgment, let's go right to the judgment and look at how Jesus lays things down at judgment, brothers and sisters. Revelation, the 20th chapter. Now, this is the second resurrection. If you read the whole book of Revelation, the 20th chapter, the first resurrection and the second resurrection are both listed in Revelation, the 20th chapter. But the difference between the two is the first resurrection is not a judgment. This is reserved for the people who kept the statutes, laws, and commandments of God and did what they were supposed to do while they were alive. They didn't need to be judged. But those who did not keep the statutes, laws, and commandments of God or were not aware of them to even keep them, there was a second resurrection reserved for those persons and it's called the Great White Throne Judgment. Well, let's read about the Great White Throne Judgment since we're talking about judgment and forgiveness. Now, this happens a thousand years after the first resurrection. So that means that people who are dead, if they don't make it in the first resurrection, they got to wait another thousand years for the second resurrection. Well, let's read about this one. Revelations 20, 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. The 66 books of this Bible, brothers and sisters, these were the books that were opened. Because this is what you're going to be judged by, the word written in the books, the 66 books. But wait a minute, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. This book of life, brothers and sisters, chronicles your activities from your first breath 
to your last breath. And another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were, th- which were in them, and they were judged according, judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. So much for saying you going to hell, because hell is going somewhere too. Revelations 20 and 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's judgment, brothers and sisters. We don't have to worry about judging any, anybody. This does that, brothers and sisters. And everything that we've done under the sun, we will have to give account for when it is that time. So we are so quick to judge, but we are so slow to forget who's willing to cast the first stone. Let's go ahead to the book of Matthew, the 7th chapter. There will be a judgment, and that judgment will hold the account of everything we have done once we become knowledgeable of right and wrong. Why add to the things that you are already accountable for, brothers and sisters, by judging someone else? Do you believe that you could cause judgment on yourself by judging others? I'm going to say that again. Do you believe that you can cause judgment on yourself by judging others? Be very careful, brothers and sisters, as to what you do, what you say, what you put out there. Let's go ahead to the book of Matthew. Let me make sure. The book of Matthew, the 7th chapter. The book of Matthew, the 7th chapter, verses 1 through 5. You could cause judgment to be put on yourself by judging other people. Let's read it. Judge not that ye be not judged. Say it again. Judge not that ye be not judged. That don't mean that you're not going to be judged, but that just means that the same judgment that you placed on other people won't be placed on you. Remember, God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our our thoughts. He is a fair judge, but we won't be fair. Because we would be judging based on on how we feel personally, on our own personal experiences, what happened to somebody in our family. We are harsh judges. Judge not that ye be not judged, for, for with what judgment ye judge? You shall be judged, and with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of your eye, and behold, a beam is in my own eye? You hypocrite, first Cast out the beam out of your own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Brothers and sisters, we got enough in our own lives to deal with. We got enough problems that we are trying to deal with and trying to face. We're trying to discipline our flesh, brothers and sisters. We're trying to get our spirits in check. This is a daily struggle and a daily fight. And if you concentrate on yourself, you ain't got time to concentrate on nobody else, brothers and sisters. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone, brothers and sisters. We are so quick to judge and so slow to forgive. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Now, when you can learn how to let go and let God... You are doing the will of God. I'm going to say that again. Because, see, some of you all are holding on to some things that you shouldn't be holding on to. But when you can let go and let God, then you are actually doing the will of God. Forgiveness is a 
spiritual thing, brothers and sisters. The flesh don't want to forgive. The flesh wants revenge. The flesh says an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, brothers and sisters. The flesh wants to stay angry. It wants to stay upset. It wants to keep a grudge. This is why forgiveness is a spiritual thing, brothers and sisters. Turn your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. The book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And this is why it is important for us to know the word of God for ourselves. Because we will be repeating things that other people have said, seeking that it is in the book and it's not even in the book. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 31 and 32. And it reads, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Now, malice is a bad thing depending on the way you use it, but if you use malice, which is a bad thing, against the bad thing, then you will be doing a good thing, brothers and sisters. I'm going to read that again. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So why would we ask God to do something for us that we are not willing to do for other people, brothers and sisters? Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 1, 31 through 32. But let us keep moving with our lesson. Let us keep Moving on. It's going to be a short lesson tonight, brothers and sisters, but it's a powerful lesson, and it's a lesson that's totally needed. We're talking about cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge, but we are so slow to forgive. Why is that? What do we hope to gain? What do we hope to benefit? Does it satisfy you? To see someone else hurt like you have been hurt? Does it satisfy you to get revenge, brothers and sisters? See, this is when your spiritual maturity has to kick in because God is putting us in a position for him to be reflected through us to other people. So other people are looking at the way that we carry ourselves. They're looking at the way we speak. They're looking at the way we deal with other people. They're looking at our social media pages. God is setting us up to be the example for other people of how God can work through you. Brothers and sisters, take, take heed to tonight's lesson. I know that we always expect lessons to be deep, but sometimes we just got to get with the get down. Sometimes we just got to come on people level where they are and speak this word of God to them. This is speaking in tongues, brothers and sisters, speaking on the level of the people who have problems and they're struggling with this very thing. They're struggling with forgiveness. They don't know how to forgive. They don't want to forgive. They don't even know that they should forgive. They don't even know that God won't forgive them unless they're willing to forgive. So someone, one of the ministers of God, have to come to you and explain to you that if you want forgiveness from God, then you've got to be willing to forgive. You don't think that he remembers the things that you have done in your life? You haven't always been where you are today. You didn't fall down from heaven. You came up out of hell just like all of us did, brothers and sisters. From the dirt, we're nothing but walking dirt and walking dust that God looked at and decided that he thought enough of us to put his breath inside of, to put his spirit inside of. A piece of dirt, brothers and sisters. So how can we begin to think that we're, we're anything, we're something? How, we, how can we begin to think that we're better than someone else? Because that's what you're saying when you're judging someone, that you're better than them. 
Yes, their sin may not be your sin, brothers and sisters, but a sin is a sin. Which one of the commandments are greater than the other? None, brothers and sisters. All of them are equally as important. And that's why Jesus broke it down to the simple two. Love God with all your heart, all your might, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you love yourself, if you're willing to give yourself a pass for the things that you have done, then why can't we give our brother and sister a pass for the things that they have done? If we pray and ask for forgiveness from God, and Lord knows we need forgiveness for the things that we have done. Brothers and sisters, then why can't we show that same forgiveness to our brother and our sister? Now, brothers and sisters, some of us believe that we're in a better position than the next person. So we think that because we're not committing the sin that some other people are committing, then there are some religious doctrines that preach that we are without sin. Did you know that? I had a minister one time told me, oh, I don't sin. I don't have no sin. There are religions that are actually out there preaching that you don't have sin, that you are without sin. Well, if a minister is preaching this, and if there are religions out there that are claiming that they are sin-free, let's go to the book of 1 John, the first chapter, the writings of Paul. Let's go to the New Testament, brothers and sisters. Since we like to quote Paul, since we like to deal with the New Testament so much, let's go to the book of 1 John, the first chapter, and let's deal with those who say that they don't have sin. I'm going to start at verse 7, and I'm going to go through, first, uh, through 10. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Okay? So, we get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. We do do that, brothers and sisters. That only takes care of sin's past. But when we get up out of that water, do we abide by everything that's written in this book? Do we even know everything that's written in this book to be able to abide by it? Well, he goes a little bit further. He says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not in us, brothers and sisters. I dare to say every day we commit sin. If it's not by actions, it's by our thoughts, brothers and sisters. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How many men watching this right now have turned around and seen a sister walk by with her leggings on and didn't lust? And didn't say, damn, look at that right there. Brothers and sisters, sometimes it's the smallest thing. Sometimes it's just the turn of the head and the thought of the mind, brothers and sisters. And sisters, y'all know when y'all wear those leggings, y'all know we going to look. Y'all know that. So, brothers and sisters, the Bible says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So we got to be careful as to what we say. We got to be careful as to what we put out there to the world when we are discussing the word of God, brothers and sisters. We all fall short. 
of the glory of God. Our righteousness is as filthy rags to the Lord, brothers and sisters. Cast the first stone. We are so quick to judge, and we are so slow to forgive. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 48th chapter. Now, if we just listen to the Lord, everything in our life would change. We would learn how to forgive. We would learn how to not judge. We will learn how to receive the benefits of God's blessing if we just listen to the Lord. How do we listen to the Lord? It's not, oh, the Lord told me to tell you. No, brothers and sisters. The way we listen to the Lord is to open up this book and read this book. This is the way we listen to the Lord. Isaiah, the 48th chapter. Verses 16 through 18, Isaiah, the 48th chapter, verses 16 through 18, if we just listen to the voice of the Lord, brothers and sisters. All through this Bible, the Lord just said, hearken unto me. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Isaiah, the 48th chapter, verses 16 and 17. Come ye near unto me. Hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, there am I. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Who is this talking, brothers and sisters? Who's our Redeemer? It's none other than Jesus, Yeshua, brothers and sisters. So he's telling you. That he was there from the beginning. He is the God of Israel. He is the Holy One, brothers and sisters of Israel. He is the God that Moses talked to. He is the God that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob talked to, brothers and sisters. He is the only God that flesh and blood man has ever dealt with. We have not dealt with the Father. Man is Jesus' project, brothers and sisters. He just didn't go by that name in the Old Testament. So he said, come ye near unto me, hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there I am. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. So the God got a God. The Lord got a Lord. And he goes on to say, thus says the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. God got the way that we should go, brothers and sisters. He teaches us the way that we should go. But do we listen to him? Do we open up this book to read his words? Are we in a... Bible, not just a faith-based church, but a Bible-based church, brothers and sisters. Not a church that's just going to open up and read two scriptures and then give us a life lesson or a motivation lesson, brothers and sisters. That There is a place for that. But God just don't want you to be motivated and inspired. He wants you to be knowledgeable of his words that are written in this book. Brothers and sisters, cast the first stone if you're bad enough. We are so quick to judge, and we are so slow to forgive. Let's keep this thing going on. Let's go to the book of Luke, the 17th chapter. How many times should we forgive? How many times should we forgive those who offend us? How many times must we keep letting go and let God? Some of you are saying, well, Black Ice, this man has stole money from me. I forgave him. And then he came back and he did something else. This girl, she slept with my man. And now I forgave her. And now I can't. How many times does the Bible say, brothers and sisters, we should forgive those? Now, I'm not saying be no dummy, brothers and sisters. You don't keep letting nobody in your house if they keep stealing from you. That ain't what they're saying. (laughs) No, brothers and sisters, but we're talking about forgiveness. How do you treat someone after they have offended you, brothers and sisters? And that's the real thing. 
If you really forgive them, you would treat them cordially, brothers and sisters. Again, don't mean that you got to invite them in your house. But let's look at what the book of Luke says when they ask Jesus, how many times should we forgive somebody who offended us? Luke, the 17th chapter. Let's start at verse 1. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but, the, but that offenses will come. So people are going to offend you. But woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. So the Lord has a special judgment for child offenders, brothers and sisters, and child abuse. But again, he has a special thing for them. But he said, take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. And if his trespasses against thee, if he trespasses against thee seven times a day, and seven times a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Brothers and sisters, how many of us can forgive somebody who dissed us seven times in one day. Brothers and sisters, this is deep right here. Jesus is saying to you, wait a minute, if somebody trespass against you and offends you seven times in one day, but they come back to you, you know what? My bad, I was wrong. I shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. It says right here, if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. If he trespasses against thee seven times in a day, and seven times a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, I'm sorry, thou shalt forgive him. This is some spiritual maturity, brothers and sisters. We go off somebody who cut us off in traffic cut in in front of us in a lane. We go off in front of them. Can you forgive that person for cutting in front of you in rush hour traffic? Caught you off guard? Can you hold that spirit in check that wants you to curse that person out? Can you, can you check the flesh, brothers and sisters? Can you refuse to cast the first stone? We are so quick to judge and so slow to forgive. We're going to stay right there, brothers and sisters. We're in the book of Luke, and he's telling you if a man offends you seven times in one day and says, I'm sorry, then forgive him that seven times. Well, let's go to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Matthew, the 18th chapter. Let's look at another instance and another circumstances, brothers and sisters, and another account in the book of Matthew, the 18th chapter, and let's see how he lays it out here in the book of Matthew, the 18th chapter. Let's go to verse 21. Matthew, the 18th chapter, verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? To seven times? Because remember now, in Luke, it was if he does it seven times in one day and repents, forgive him seven times a day. So Peter coming to Jesus saying that, okay, if somebody offend me, am I supposed to forgive him seven times? Well, he had to hear that in order to throw that back at Jesus. Well, then Jesus takes it on a whole nother level. See, sometimes it's better to keep your mouth shut. Because once you begin to open your mouth, thinking that you know everything, Jesus comes back and he doubles down on the seven times. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants, brothers and sisters. So, Jesus is basically saying, don't even put no number on it. If 
somebody does something that offends you, something that's dissing you, something that's wrong to you, brothers and sisters, no matter how many times they do it, if they repent, sorry, I shouldn't have did that, brothers and sisters, no matter how many times they do it, forgive them. And even if they don't say I'm sorry, forgive them anyway, brothers and sisters. Because remember, he said at the beginning, if you forgive your trespasses, those who trespass against you, then the Lord will forgive you of your trespasses. But if is there. So we got to learn how to keep our attitude in check. Yeah, we want to go off. Yeah, we want to accuse somebody and say, you know what, you should have known better. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? It's easy for us to tell somebody that, brothers and sisters. But it's hard for us to say, you know what? No matter how we got into this situation, let's get together so we can fix it. See, this is when the woman begins to respect the man, and the man begins to respect the woman, and the father begins to respect the son, and the son begins to respect the father. It is your attitude. It is how you deal with the next person, brothers and sisters. Everybody ain't on your level. Everybody ain't got the street smarts. Everybody ain't got the book smarts, brothers and sisters. So sometimes people do things that's totally ignorant to you. And you know that if you would have done them, you would have done them totally different. But you got to get that attitude out your mind. You know how to fix it? Damn it, just fix it. The elders taught me where there is a need, fix it. Don't no grown person want to heal you, get down on them. Like you they daddy. Or like you they mama. So brothers and sisters... This is how you deal with those who, quote-unquote, piss you off, offend you, and do things that you know was childish or childlike. You do what you would have wanted them to do. You go back to them and you say, you know what? Let's work this thing out together. What can I do to help you fix the situation? Is it anything that you need? Is it anything that you want? Is it anything that you desire? That I could be of a service to you? Husband? Wife? Sister, brother? Co-worker? Best friend? Homie? Ock? Don't even throw it out there at him. You know they done messed up. Don't even throw it out there at them. Like, you know what? <laughs> you could have did that much differently. If I was you, I would Don't even throw that out there at them. See, that's where your respect is lost at. Because somebody's down and you kicking them while they down. The last thing somebody want to hear while they down is you accusing them. No, you got to do things totally different from the way you used to doing them. You got to do things totally different from the way the flesh wants to do it. You got to come to them and say, you know what, I got you. Let's, uh, let's do this and let's do that and, and, and let's, let's take this, let's, let's fix it. That's all you got to do. Because at the end of the day, it got to be fixed anyway. So where there's a need, feel it, brothers and sisters. Don't make nobody look stupid. Don't make nobody look down. We got to change the way we approach a situation. And that's what God is looking at in us. How are we approaching the situation? What kind of attitude are we approaching the situation with? And the attitude comes out of here, brothers and sisters. Your tone, your level. Every, it comes out of here. And you don't think people notice your tone when you're talking? That you're irritated? That you're pissed off? You got to check yourself before you even open up your mouth. We are so quick to judge and slow to forgive, brothers and sisters. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Let's close this thing out. We got two more places to go.
At the end of the day, it is important to think with the mind of God. This will open up your overstanding beyond measure. Things that puzzled you before will now be revealed. You will begin to see things with your spiritual eye, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Psalms. Let's go to the book of Psalms 103, the book of Psalms 103, 8 through 18. The book of Psalms 103, 8 through 18, brothers and sisters. Book of Psalms 103, 8 through 18. And it reads, Psalms 103, 8 through 18, and it reads, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger. Did we just talk about being slow to anger? And plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. The Lord is angry with us, brothers and sisters. He's been angry with us since we came out of Egypt. (laughs) He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembers that we are dust. Whoa, man. The Lord remembers that we are dust. We are nothing but dust, brothers and sisters. We forget that. But it says right here, the Lord remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourish. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto, children's, unto his children's children. To such as keep his covenant. See, we don't read that part. All this thing applies to those who keep his covenant and to those who remember his commandments to do them. We talk about God's grace and mercy, but we don't attach it to doing his commandments and keeping his covenant. And this is why people try to steal or rob you from your salvation by telling you we don't need the Old Testament no more. Just throw away those books. We're going to start this thing at the book of Matthew. No, don't you let nobody tell you that. Because your grace and mercy from God is attached to you, as this says, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. So when people tell you we're no longer under the law, we're under the grace, they are anti-Christ, brothers and sisters. Because if we were no longer under the law, then there would be no such thing as sin, because the definition of sin is the breaking of the law. So if there was no more law, there could be no more sin, brothers and sisters. No, when Jesus died and gave up the ghost and the veil ripped in twain, the law that we were no longer up under and are no longer up under is the law of animal sacrifice. We no longer kill animals and shed their blood for sin because the blood of Jesus replaced the blood of bulls, goats, and lambs. Read it yourself in the book of Hebrews, brothers and sisters. So no, brothers and sisters, the Lord's grace and mercy and forgiveness is attached to us keeping his statutes, laws, covenants, and commandments. We're going to close this thing out in the book of Micah, the seventh chapter. This is the last verse. The book of Micah, the seventh chapter, verses 18 through 20. The book of Micah, the... Seven chapter, verses 18 through 20. 
We are here every Tuesday from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m., brothers and sisters, bringing you the Word of God as it is written um, in this book called the Bible. And whatever hits, hits you hits me too, brothers and sisters. I'm learning every day. I'm growing. I'm fighting this fight every day the same way you are. And I got to keep this word in me, brothers and sisters, so that it can control the flesh, so that the spirit can be more powerful than the flesh. Micah, the seventh chapter, verses 18 through 20. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever. Because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And and thou and you and I will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Thou will perform the truth to Jacob and the mercy to Abraham, which thou hast sworn. Unto our fathers from the days of old. I'm going to read all three of those again, brothers and sisters, because I want to make sure we get it right. Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and he will cast, and I said that us before I misspoke, and he will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Thou will perform the truth to Jacob, talking about the Lord, and the mercy to Abraham, and thou hast sworn unto our fathers from the days of old. Brothers and sisters, in order for us to ask for forgiveness, we have to be willing to forgive it. We have to be willing to forgive. That's just plain and simple, brothers and sisters. I appreciate Sister Key Israel for suggesting we do a lesson on forgiveness. I hope and pray that God allowed me to deliver this thing so that it could be understood by those who were listening, brothers and sisters. I digress. Nothing of this is on my own. I am clearly trying to be obedient to do the research in order to bring this information to you each and every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. here on the Bible Show um, Truth Hour. And uh, I pray that this lesson reached the ears and the eyes of those who were watching and were listening to this show, brothers and sisters. So with that being said, we want to close out by the final word. And the final word is this. None of us are perfect. Each of us has something that we need to work on, on a daily basis, brothers and sisters. We are not worthy to throw a stone at anybody. We're not worthy to judge anybody, brothers and sisters. Instead of us focusing on judging people, Let's focus on forgiving them, brothers and sisters. If they have offended us, let's work on forgiving them. Let's not look at them with a, 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 a judging eye. Because, see, the same judgment that you place on them from your petty little vantage point is the same judgment that God is going to place on you for the things that you are doing. So in order for you to stay in good graces with God, Then, brothers and sisters, leave that judgment stuff alone. Let the word do the judgment or the judging, brothers and sisters. But you work on asking for forgiveness from God, and in order for you to get forgiveness from God, you got to be willing to give it to your fellow man or woman, brothers and sisters. I want to thank you. We're tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. If you would like to be added to our text message invite list, 
which means that you will get a text message right before we go on air, and that message will tell you what the topic of the next Bible lesson is, and it will also tell you the number to call in if you want to call in, and it will also tell you that we are about to go live. Then if you would like to be on our text message invite reminder list, I just put the number in the comment section. Text your name and the keyword truth hour to 312-719-7310. Please like our Facebook page, the Truth Hour Bible Show page. Those on YouTube, please go and like our Facebook page, the Truth Hour Bible Show page. And for those who are on Facebook Live, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And please continue to share this word. The YouTube channel is Truth Hour TV. Again, the YouTube channel is Truth Hour TV. Everyone, please go and subscribe to that so that we can make sure that this word gets out the best way it can. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and pray out. For those who are on YouTube, we will see you next Tuesday. Peace and blessings. For those who are on Facebook Live, let us go ahead, face the east, turn around and pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the glory, and the power forever. Amen. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters, for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Do me a favor. After this is done, start a watch party. Let your people watch again what you just watched. Let them hear what you just heard, and please share the lesson. Thank you so much. On behalf of Brother Messenger, who's out of the country, on behalf of our brothers and sisters from Team Truth Hour, who have done a wonderful job with this show, um, they have given us the scriptures, some of the scriptures that we have um, aired today on the show. So I want to thank Sister Linda Israel. Thank you so much. I want to thank Sister Crystal Wells. I want to thank Brother Jordan Stubbs. I want to thank Sister Crystal Ebron. I want to thank Sister Savannah Holland Israel. And I want to thank Sister Key Israel. I want to thank all of you all so much for listening and tuning in and sharing and being there with your brother on another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Peace and blessings in Jesus' name. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.